interviewer. Each week, I will be talking to artists, campaigners, politicians, businessmen and women, musicians, performers, and anyone who shapes and influences the fabric of society. Now we're coming up to Christmas, and how else would you want to get yourself into the Christmas mood than with a Christmas special with Tez Camilleri? Hello! Tez, this you is... You always call me Tez Camilleri, eh? You'll never swap to Saliba. Well, that's because <laughs> I'm trying... At the moment, I'm trying not to say Tez Camilleri. Ah, the Camilleri, your, Camilleri. Your, your Siri name. I'm my trying... Siri name, my Siri name. I love that you never changed it. You're like, no, you're Tez Camilleri forever until the end of time. Irrelevant of the vows I made in front of God. <laughs> <laughs> God schmod. I oh. listen, it's Tess Camilleri. Listen, girlfriend! Back. It's Judy oh Kerr. It's like a Friday again. It is like a Friday. I know. It's been such a long time. It has, it has. It's... Uh, Well, what are we in now? Well, it's definitely six months since uh, we've done anything like this together. Yes, that's yes. for sure. So, so I'm so thrilled. But we've still been hanging, you and I. Just you and I, air. definitely, we have been hanging. We've had some very interesting experiences with some uh, uh, Michael Jackson very videos. Very um, but what are you talking about? <laughs> we came around to your house for dinner. Ah, Dave, because of the yes, because oh. your husband has an obsession with Michael Jackson oh videos. Oh God, he's obsessed with Michael Jackson. Absolutely, and what was going to be a normal, very normal night ended up into a kind of so you, you know sitting down on my sofa and being forced to watch Michael, Michael Jackson, Jackson videos. Yeah, more of that later. But listen, um, uh, I, I am going to interview you. This is very weird. This feels like it. It it's like the very first time we met, back when you interviewed me before. The half marathon. A long time ago. A long time ago. But I've actually gotten back into running. Um, and I think about you quite often when I'm running. Um, about three weeks ago now. I think about cake when I'm running. You do? No, I'm not a cake person. I think about carbs. I think about pasta and pizza. <laughs> but anyway, recently, um, at the beginning of December, I don't know. So just something in me was just a bit like, I mean, there are no shows. Obviously, we had no panto. There's nothing to really look forward to theater-wise. And I woke up and I'm like... I'm going to get back into running. And I started with a very, very... Can I say rude words now? Um, I go right after work. I started with a really shitty 6K, but I've really kept it up. I'm going four or five times a week. And obviously my pace is improving and everything is improving. And every time I'm like, how does that crazy blonde lady <laughs> run full marathons? And further than that, I'm just like the hell no we've got we've wow. got a running we've got a running date coming up as if i'm ever running with you there's no chance we are going to run together no chance so listen i do want to ask you a couple of questions i'm going right. to go I, every so often i'm going to go into interviewer mode because oh, of course it's the name of the show absolutely um and obviously you've taken up running this has happened in 2020 yes. good for you 2020 um, yes hoping for it to flood yeah. into 2021 turned ginger in 2020 i did yes yeah excellent um what else has happened in 2020 i mean it's been a massive year it's pandemic year what else has happened yeah what's, what's your year been about because as you said can't go to theater can't sing can't Not do weddings stuff. can't do very much to be no, honest i had two weddings this year compared to the 22 i was meant to have nothing much honestly nothing much um but don't you feel like uh, it was only yesterday that we started the year that we started this year Uh-huh, I do feel that way. But not even like in terms of, of um, characters, can I say, oh, this year I played that dream role, because it didn't happen. And neither can't I, I can't even say um, 
you know, I I did this, I got married, I summited, I I did nothing. You, know? you wanted to m- mention your wedding. Uh, of course, I have <laughs> to sneak that in somehow. First, first three minutes, and Tess is oh talking about God. her wedding. Good How lord funny. above! So there's this inside joke that we're going to release to an external factor, I suppose. Now that uh, Trudy messages me, or your or your lover boy messages me every couple of days and goes, "We haven't seen a picture of you in, a, in your every wedding. couple of days." Every Are you sure it's every couple of days? Okay, how weeks? Every couple of months, we might. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I get a message saying it's been a while since you saw one of your wedding pics just because, yes, there is an influx of them and <laughs> I love to release them. I think they're great. Think How many wedding great. pictures do you have? Loads. I mean, we're talking about, you know, 20, 30, 100. Three, four hundred. What? Mela. This is going to be wedding pictures from Tez until 2070. Sure. Until my kids have babies. Oh, have, oh, my kids have weddings and then I'm going to be sharing theirs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have kids yet, just the kind of... No, nothing nothing yes. in that regard changed either. Hi there, there's a huge flash of Tess. <laughs> no, none of that. No, nothing really happened. I don't really think there was a highlight, to be honest with you. Well, let me ask you the other question. You know, I was talking to Matthew James uh, on the very first interview I showed, mm. and he mentioned the fact, casting back to the beginning of the year, ah. when, uh, you know, things look bright and rosy, uh, ah. things look very, very different to what we're looking at now. And I hope, say, you think. And he heard, you know, he heard on the radio or on the TV that there was a, a virus that had come out from a bat in uh, Wuhan, in China. And it came on to, and he mentioned it, it also then went onto social media. And he said, you know, I never thought anything of it. And of course, this has been one of the biggest things that will ever hit our generation. Of course. Um, I was speaking to a friend of mine a couple of months ago, and even Tamara Webb actually had said the exact same thing, that... You know, in, in our parents' generation, our grandparents' generation, they they dealt with things like war or famine or whatever. And this is our, like, modern-day war, so to speak. Well, not a war, it's a pandemic. But this is something that, you know how when you're in your history lesson, you, you go back and you say, oh, because a couple of years ago, 10, 100 years ago, this happened, and this is going to be something that in a couple of years' time, is going to be in our academic books and it's going to yeah, be mentioned, sure. you know? So it's quite, in a way, when you think about it in the grand scale of things, it's quite cool that we're living through it. I wish we didn't have to. I wish it would come to an end because it's really like, blah, but, yeah. Well, if you think about it, though, compared to the Spanish flu, uh. 1918. Yes. Uh, Spanish flu hit straight after the, the First World War. Yeah. And uh, have you any idea how many people it killed? Annihilated. Annihilated. It? You yeah. know, have any idea? No, give me fifty-two a million yeah. people. It. it uh, Listen, true. I killed. I have a feeling by the end of it, we're we're not gonna possibly get to that close a number, but we're going to ha- worldwide. It's going to be a crazy number. Yeah. I I do believe it is. I also, you know, one of the other things that that uh, is really kind of very important with regards to the Spanish flu is that it only lasted 12 months and it was literally a do or die you either got your immune system and you fought it or there was no vaccine or you died and it was you know we are very very lucky thank you for that Uh, we're very lucky uh, in this day and age that we are you know we're having a vaccine come out yes let me ask you a question we're off topic we are so I know I know we're so off topic because we are going to talk about Christmas we are going to talk about Christmas guys Um, but we're so off topic but but vaccine I'm interested are you going to take it or not I don't think I will but I'm coming from a very different side because I'm about to turn 30 (gasps) 
<laughs> I know, but I'm actually scared about that. But the, my reason is because I mean, I'm mentioning it because Dave and I are really keen on having children. And um, before the pandemic, uh, we were really keen on, you know, beginning this journey. And then when the pandemic hit, I was the most, I think, I think apprehensive. And Dave was very like, obviously, I respect how you feel. So we kind of stopped that plan. Um, now it's advised that people who are planning on having children in the next three months, taking the vaccine or whatever, are not advised to take it. But, so. OK, well, let me throw this one at you. Uh, Qantas Airways has come out and said that uh, you will only be able to travel with Qantas Airlines if you have Listen, taken tra- the vaccine. I know there's traveling and then there's the there's, I'm showing you my hands. You you can't see them, listeners. But there is the possibility of traveling, and there's the health of my unborn child. I really don't give a crap about traveling right now. Fair enough. Good for you. Um, it's just this is the way I feel. The way you know, I I haven't been vaccinated this whole time. I'd rather not be pregnant with a foreign body, so to speak, in my system. And that's everybody's uh, um, right to have that yes. opinion. The only Probably time if the I only... weren't getting pregnant, it would be a different story, but it is on the agenda. So, And the only time that that comes into question, of course, is that, that the vaccine is coming in and it's going to be distributed between the vulnerable first. Yes. Because, of course, it is the vulnerable that need to be protected. Yes, but I'm because I'm a teacher, I'm quite, f- I'm quite in the, the front line to mm-hmm. get it because, obviously, I'm vulnerable because of the children that I that I teach so I don't have to wait that long technically I could get it fairly quickly well let's stay off topic because I'm enjoying this um uh, you've been a teacher for for a good number of years this is my fifth your fifth year as a teacher um how are you seeing what's happened this year and I haven't had the opportunity to ask anybody who is a teacher how are you seeing what's happened this year affecting young people and young children oh yeah um it is a different year. No, academic um, academic year, it is different because when it hit in March, it was we were still halfway through the academic year. But once summer passed and we started in September, obviously we returned to school. So you cannot say, you, I don't think you can say that even though um, it is a, a scholastic year in the middle of a pandemic, it is the same scenario. I think it did a lot of good to the kids even to us as teachers, that the kids came to school. Now, I work in a school that even offered online lessons simultaneously to the children at home. So as a teacher, I didn't have to, this is what my school did, this is not what all the schools did, but I would give a lesson to the children in front of me at school, but if I had children who were logging in at home, I would just accept them into a call on Teams. So I'm ultimately giving the same lesson. Um, I think the ones that were at school, yes, there, of course there are the limitations. They can't hug, and I'm a huge hugger teacher, you know, so there isn't that element. Um, but there is a sense of normality now. When we started in September, I was very like, how the hell is this going to work? How am I going to teach behind the perspex? How? And I, I teach my very young kids in their classroom but I'm behind the perspex and they are sitting with a mask I mean can you imagine teaching drama and they are stuck to their chair and all their facial expression is hidden behind a mask and then my middle school children my older ones are entirely online so I literally just see a virtual them 
In fact, this week I was walking through the corridors and they saw me and they're like, Miss Tez, we see you. You're alive. I'm like, yes, another figment of your imagination. But do you think, I mean, that's, that's, that's the teaching, that's the education part of it. But do you think there's going to be uh, implications psychologically uh, uh, for them? I mean, I, can't a you lot say of that about everything but truth? Can't you say that about a bullying case at school? Can't you say that about um, but, but starting the year with a teacher and then she falls pregnant and they have another one? Yes, yes. I'm, 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 not, I'm, I'm only asking. I'm, I'm, I'm not. Uh, I'm not. I'm talking about pandemic in general, yes, yes. not the education system. Do you, Do you see that kids these days having to wear a mask? Which, of course, we have to. I'm not negating mm-hmm. that for a second. Mm-hmm. But having to wear a mask. Um, and as you said, having perspex between pretty much a child and, and uh, someone s- serving them in a, in a shop, yes. between them and a teacher, and this dis- and not being able to hug, and because we're Look, human beings know, and the physical no, no, touch no, is I'm, so important. I'm not eliminating that. And a subject like mine is so tactile in its nature that, of course, it is... I do, I do see where you're coming from, but I also know that they are very strong, feisty little ones and they are resilient. They really are. And they know that this is coming to an end soon. And they know that even though it's not a hug, we can put our hands and the perspex and I can make them feel okay. Wow. You know, there are very special moments um, still. Oh, I just got a, sh- a chill down my, my, my arm. There are still very special moments. I... Don't get me wrong, I do see where you're coming from, that yes, they, they have these, you know, they're still very little, yes, the sense of touch, yes, I get it. On some level, I'm sure it is going to affect them. But I also know how resilient they are and how strong they are and they understand why this is currently happening. I think if they didn't understand, back in March, they didn't. It was very like, miss, right, why is this going on? And I'm a bit like, I don't know, man, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, okay, I don't know. Something you know? to do with a bat in China. Yes, but now it's become, as I said earlier, it's become, you know, kind of normal. I got bitten by a ferret on Sunday. Oh, that's a nice just change in the opposite no, no, direction. No, no, no. <laughs> bitten by a bat, coronavirus, no, no, no. It's bitten oh, by a ferret. Grief. I hadn't thought of that. I got bitten by a, 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 a ferret on okay, Republic Street in Valletta. Now that's even more random. Yes. Um, but what I did discover is that if you have a cut on your hand, sanitizer, which ah, we have to use all the that time. burns like a... It's something like this. You, you go in, you forget about the cut on your hand and you, you rub, rub in the sanitizer because you have to and then and a few minutes later it's like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not, it's not good. I've it's, experienced it. That, it that's going to be one of my lasting memories of, uh, of the pandemic. <laughs> Getting bitten by a ferret. <gasps> yes. And then having to apply hand sanitizer. We, okay. I'm glad, I'm really super glad that you and your kids and you know your decisions are of seeing to the future because i think it's very easy to get stuck in this year and even though the future even though we may not be back to anything that looks like normal for another year we are looking to the future we are seeing the way out this will come to an end eventually absolutely it will i i have to hope that it will we all have to hope that it will so I'm going to come change topic completely. utterly and completely. Degrees. We're going to talk about Christmas, Tess. Right. Ready? Are you ready for Christmas? I am actually. I on my social media, I was really trying. Well, I've always been somebody who loves supporting local, as you know. Um, but on my social media recently, well, in the, in the Is coming. Is this an advert for your socials? Not at all. I didn't even mention it. In fact, Tez talks on Instagram. Yes. You know, I was hacked yesterday. What was that? 
okay, okay, okay. We'll come back to Christmas in a second. <laughs> you were hacked how and why and well, what happened? Well, okay, sorry. Yeah, that sounds a lot worse than it is. There was a fake profile of mine going around and I always thought that this is something really cool people Oh my word, you've happened. made it, Tez. Honestly, when it happened, somebody messaged me and was like, there's a fake profile, Tez underscore talks underscore with my picture and everything. And I'm like, what? Yeah, you, th- I'm flattered. You have such a big smile I on your face. I made the cut to actually <laughs> somebody wanting to imitate me that way, to fake a profile. So, in fact, I posted and I'm like, I'm super flattered. I had a towel on my hair because I had just come out of the shower and I'm like, I'm super flattered. But is this what you want to imitate, really? <laughs> I'm like a normal person taking a shower after a run. I'm about to cook some salmon. You know, life is so normal here. So, Yahasra, yeah, I really don't think you should be like imitating me. But yes, it happened. And I reported it. Loads of people reported it. And in a couple of hours, it was taken down. Woohoo! Sorry. How? <laughs> a little loud. <laughs> uh, that, ladies and gentlemen, is Tez Camillary getting very excited about the fact she's been hacked, I which be means hacked. she's a celebrity. <laughs> Definitely not. Listen, well, listen, I do want to ask you, though, um, ah. uh, Going back to what you're about to say, I want to ask you about Christmas. Right. Before we talk about, you know, lo- buying local and all this sort of thing, okay. I've got a couple of questions. First of all, is your tree up? Of course. Oh, you say, of course. It's December. When did your tree go up? In November. Okay, when did your tree go up? Listen, can I just clarify that Dave put it up because he's like a huge Christmas lover? When, when did it go up? <laughs> I think it was like the second week of November. What? I know, I know, I know. I just came home and I found it and I was like, babe, he's like, I really wanted it up. I'm like, it's he, okay, he put huh? the tree up on his own. Yes. My, mine went up two days ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> very close to Christmas. Very close to Christmas. Um, okay, so the, the, are you buying Christmas cards this year? I'm not really somebody who buys Christmas cards. You are. Well, that's because I'm old and you are a millennial. I am a millennial, yes. Okay, will you be sending a, I don't know, recorded message and a photo of your wedding? (laughs) To you, yes. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be frightfully disappointed if you didn't. Um, Have you bought all your presents? I just haven't bought Dave's. I bought everyone's. um, Have you wrapped them? I have. They're all under the tree. Okay. Um, I haven't bought Dave's. I really can't. I really don't know. I, I wanted to get him an Alexa, you know, that like, or like a Google Google Play. Well, let me tell you something about Alexa. Ah. Okay, because uh, Chantel, you know Chantel Gr- um, uh, Grimald. Okay. Uh-huh, I'm a kind of Grimald. Yes. Yeah. She was on my show once and she was telling me a story about Alexa. Uh-huh. And uh, because I, I was offered an Alexa recently and I said no. Why? She told me that she was at a dinner party and they had Alexa and Alexa oh had my uh, Lord, been part coming? of their family. And uh, Alexa... Uh, just spontaneously said in the middle of a dinner party, recording finished, sending to the head office. And at which point her partner just got out and unplugged Alexa and threw it away. <laughs> I actually know her partner, Tom. We're good friends. Okay, so I'm going to suggest not getting Alexa. She told me other stories about what Alexa had done. Apparently um, we don't have three quarters of the features here in Malta, which is really crap, eh? Uh, anyway. No, based on that, I would say that's probably a good thing. Why, uh, why Alexa, though? I don't know. To be honest, he's ar- I, I wanted that. He's already bought one. I'm like, oh, this is the problem. You see, Dave and I are very much the type of people that are like, okay, I like it. I'm going to go and get it. You know, I don't have to wait for I cannot afford to wait for a special occasion because January and December, my birthday and Christmas are too close to each other. So I can't even say... When's your birthday? In, the, in January. When's your birthday? Seventh. Okay, just writing that down. <laughs> you know this. <laughs> anyway, um, I can't wait until a special occasion because obviously they're too close to one another. They're just like a couple of 
weeks apart. You know? Does that mean you hang, you get one present? You don't get a proper birthday? Yes, that's birthday. a story of my life. Yeah. Does that mean you get less attention? Because that would be a disaster for Tess Kaminari. It would be horrible and it is what happens, truly. We need the violin music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to add that in afterwards. Um, okay, so yes, I've shopped. Have you? Uh, yes. I'm in the same situation. Uh, what's all we're going to do? All but one present. We need to like bug butt heads or something and figure no, it out. No, we need to just not bother. Um, <laughs> and yes, the tree went up a couple of days ago. So um, yeah, and I'm kind of in a bit of a Christmassy mood now. I was, I'm getting there. But of course, and this is what I'm driving to because mm. Christmas is going to be different. It it's going to be very different. I'm not going to see my, my family. family. You know, no. I won't be able to see them. I haven't seen them all year. Yeah. Um, and you, I assume, won't be able to see your family. Mm-mm. Wow. No, it's going to be really weird. So what are you doing for Christmas? We don't know. (laughs) (laughs) If there's anybody out there that's got a small bubble of people, uh, just two of you that could invite me and Tez and our other halves over, that'd be great. Um, Well, listen, um, uh, what's your... uh, now Now I'm gearing up to the quiz because I'm throwing a quiz at you. It wouldn't be Trudy and Tez if there weren't questions. Um, First question is, uh, obviously, do people ever ask you about dragons? They don't, but they do ask me where we went a lot, as I'm sure they ask you. And it always brings a tear to my eye. I'm always like, yeah, we're, we're what still happened around. To Trudy and we're still around. Well, guess we're, what, people? We're back. We're back, yes. Um, uh, but of course, uh, you know, I, I do get people walking up to me in the street and say, we miss you on air. Um, but uh, seriously, she thought there were dragons had really existed. Yeah. And that's generally the first, first yeah. yeah. So uh, do you have a, do you have a, a strange Christmas tradition not really strange my parents had started this tradition where we all go for midnight mass we go listen to midnight mass and we have sorry we have breakfast right after that it's the beer okay it's giving me a bit of hiccups (laughs) um we go for we go for breakfast after and i mean i would obviously join because i want the eggs and bacon after but midnight mass and then you go how long is your mass if you go for breakfast no no it would be an early breakfast the thing is when my sister started early breakfast that's not that's no that's a midnight feast hang on midnight feast you go to a midnight mass but what is breakfast it's what you actually eat hey it's eggs bacon it's the first meal of the day well, I skip it every time. I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, it can't be the first meal of the day if you if it's at midnight. Well, listen, are you are you up for a quiz about anything? Go. Okay, so this is uh, a quiz about joy. Christmas traditions. Okay. Okay. Forget the turkey. Question number one. For many Japanese, traditional Christmas dinner is sushi, oh. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Or roast hamster? Okay. I've never tried roast hamster. I like fried chicken, love sushi, but not on Christmas. You need a roast. Uh, for many Japanese, the question, no, it's not what you should, it's well, not what you ah, should tell ah, them to I eat. I need to choose James. Ah, I really think the it. hamster. Okay. Uh, that would be weird. And uh, there would have to be quite a few of them. There could be quite a few hamsters. You know how big a hamster is? It's tiny. How big? Show me. Yeah, that's about it. I have uh, very small stomachs, are the Chinese. <laughs> well, first of all, it's Japanese. Oh, wait. Yeah. How do you know Japanese? Because they're skinny. <laughs> I'm apologizing to anybody who's listening who's Japanese. Due to the combination of tiny Japanese ovens. Ah. And a Tara, cup. tiny Japanese ovens. How does that relate to their stomachs? They don't need a big oven because they don't eat a lot. <laughs> We're back, bitches. We're back. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
That's why you they have tiny ovens because they have tiny stomachs. Just <laughs> stop talking, okay? Play a song, Judy. <laughs> you can't. Quick, we go to an ad break. Uh, uh, due to a combination of tiny Japanese ovens and clever marketing campaign, convincing locals that fried chicken is a traditional American Yuletide feast. Reservations have to be made to eat at KFC uh, on Christmas yeah, Day. Extra. They did really well, KFC. Yeah, didn't they? Ah. We can say KFC because... Yes, we can. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> In the week. Number question number two. Ah. In the week leading up to Christmas, Venezuelans attend a daily church service called Misa. Uh, do Ajedolda. I'm not sure I'm pronouncing <laughs> it right. It's the early morning mass. Uh, in the capital, Caracas, it's customary to travel to the church service on roller skates, the back of a goat, or reindeer. The back of a goat. No. <laughs> Locals. <laughs> I really wish it were the back of a goat. It's actually, it, it's roller skates. No, less There's skates. a whole thing. I, I checked it out Bastard. online. There's a whole thing about Venezuelans going to church on roller skates. That's really cool. I would slip and break my I so love, back, I'm the most clumsiest person on the planet. Oh, I'll sure. die. But I would love to do that. I love the fact that you chose back of a goat. Because it more. sounds cool. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Locals in uh, Catalonia create a character out of a log, draw a face on it, uh, and give it a hat. They spend a fortnight feeding it fruit, nuts, and sweets. And on Christmas Eve, the entire family beats the log with sticks and sings a traditional song that translates to, if you don't crap well, I'll beat you with a stick. Until the log excretes all of its treats. What is this? It's a pooing log. It's hard to <laughs> comprehend uh, why this tra uh, tradition hasn't caught el on elsewhere. True or false? Did I make false. that up? False. It's totally true. As if. There's a pooing log. A pooing log. A pooing log in Catalonia. That's so strange. Yes. Okay. Number four. How many are there? There's five questions, okay. but I can't believe that you only said that about the pooing log and didn't go any further. Um, in which country do they celebrate Christmas by tucking into matak, raw whale skin, with a little blubber? You know all about whales. Oh, whales. We're friends, whales and I. And kiviak, which is made by wrapping an, uh, an, an orc, a small arctic bird, in seal skin, burying it for several months and eating its decomposed flesh. Is this true or false? No, it's true. It's, I'm asking you what country. I don't know. T I'd take a guess. Okay, let Wales, me, let me give Wales. Somewhere with, with Oceania. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Australia. No. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I went there. Don't judge me, so listeners. In, in Australia, they... I don't know. Just tell me. Have seals. <laughs> Seals, ah, somewhere icy. Alaska. It's Greenland. Aha. It's Greenland. But what what I'm kind of worried about is is this this not <laughs> the second part the uh, um, the whale skin with a little bit of blubber. Okay, fair enough. Um, it's the kiviak, which is made by wrapping an orc, a small Arctic bird, in seal skin, oh, burying sweet. it for several months and eating its decomposed flesh. That's vile. What's the weirdest thing you've ever eaten? Have you ever cooked for me? I have, and I will never will again. <laughs> Thank you very much, Tez. No, Ouch. to be honest, I mean, I haven't tried that many weird things. Uh, when I was in Africa, we tried this 
their banana there is not like our banana. It's it doesn't turn yellow. It turns. It's green. They it's sell them in the supermarket here. Aha, uh-huh, but they're they they are not sweet. They are very starchy. They have they have the ones that are sweet, but there is this particular one that, that is very potato like. And they chop it off and chop it up and turn it into like a stew. Um and I was very like intrigued when I tried it the first time because I I bit into it raw and I was like, this is vile. And then they're like, Yes, you have to cook it in a in a stew, blah blah blah. Um, when I went to Sri Lanka, I tried a couple of exotic fruits, but I really don't. Tess, that's fruit, though. Um, okay, uh, you haven't eaten locust, snake, kangaroo, uh, I don't know, hedgehog? Have you had hedgehog? Wow. I, I eat snails, but those Okay, are, no, that's all wrong. That's normal. No, that's normal. wrong. No, never it's have, wrong, never will. It's like part of our tradition. Rabbit is amazing. Yes, rabbit is amazing, but snails, no. Oh, to mama and but but you know i'm one of the people that when it rains and you walk along the street and there's a snail crossing the road yes yes i'm the one that picks them up i pick them because i say you're gonna be my dinner oh! soon <laughs> i'm gonna like <coughs> save you because i want to eat you later you know okay here we go here's the last one for you tez are Bye-bye. you ready yes. uh, not done too well on this quiz Thanks. um here's one for the new year this is a true or false. In Spain, it's customary to wear red underwear on New Year's Eve. The small town of La Font de la Fergra uh, has taken the tra- tradition one step further. A New Year's run with the runners just wearing the, run, the red underwear. Just wearing red underwear. Coincidentally, the town has the high, highest incident of pneumonia in the country. Is, is that true or false? I'd do say true. It's true. Hey. Would you do that? Would I run a run? First of all, would I run <laughs> that far? <laughs> Should we take that? Too? Let's break it down. <laughs> Tez, would you run? Um, debatable. Would Add. you run that far? Furtherly debatable. Would you run on New Year's Eve? Definitely not. Would you run in red underwear if you were wearing clothes on top? No, <laughs> no. Would you run in just a pair of run, uh, red underpants? Clothes. No, I wouldn't. Okay, I wouldn't. so this is not a place that you're going to go on New no, Year's. No, it's not. Tez, um, listen, we're coming to the end of this awesome no! podcast. We are going to do this again. Yes, okay. okay. What are your hopes for 2021? I disagree with New Year's resolutions 100%. I do not think that you should wait for a new year for the numbers to change, for you to make the changes that you need to make to be a happy human being. Start tomorrow. Start tonight. I'm really glad we went there. But can I ask you what your hopes are for 2021? No. Tell me what my hopes are for tomorrow. That is... Tess, what's your hopes for for tomorrow? (sighs) I don't know. I don't know. I really wish this comes to an end. This whole pandemic thing comes to an end. I really wish to become a mummy very soon. Um, that's it. I hope that we don't get the virus, but if we do, it's okay. <laughs> I'm really just hoping that I survive my run at 5 a.m. tomorrow morning. That's as far as I get. Lord. Um, and if you could tie up this year just with a couple of words, a couple of phrases. Go on, give it to me, babe. I think it really showed how strong we are mentally, especially because we've all had we've all had our own challenges you know I'm a very people person so the fact that I had to spend lots of time at home is really not me I'm a very go from one thing to the next type of person and I would go to work and go home so we all had to adapt um 
you know, people have had to change their wedding dates. You see, sneaky wedding. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, she no. had to get it in somewhere. No, no, because what I mean is there were bigger issues that people had to face people passing away and they couldn't say bye people giving birth and they couldn't have their husbands with them mm. you know so there are there in the bigger case scenarios you are freaking strong people if you went through any of these things and if you're not coping for whatever reason reach out there are the numbers that you can call there are the places that you can go to there's no shame in needing i think it wouldn't it be great if just at the end of this year which has been unprecedented in the challenges that it's brought, that we just reached out to someone mm -hmm. and just made sure that that person that, okay. that lives up the road is okay. Yeah, And that, that woman that uh, lives on her own uh, in the village with the two dogs, it, that she's okay because we're not going to be able to be around each other this no. Christmas. If everybody were kind, we would eliminate so much negativity in the world. I mean, kindness goes such a long way. It's been a fantastic to catch up with you. It's been so Anything. cool to be. It feels weird not playing music. I feel I like know. I might have to, you know, put some music I in know. there somewhere. I feel like we should be reminding you that we have an ad break coming up. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to take one thing away from this. I'm going to take two things. I'm going to take away the fact that it, you're Tez Camillary and yes. I love you and you have a lot of love to give. <laughs> I'm also going to take away the fact that uh, lasting memory for me is that you really are thrilled that you finally made it. Because somebody cloned you. Somebody imitated my Instagram handle, yes. And hacked you. And hacked me. I'm so flattered. Lasting thought. Lasting thought. Till next time, Tess. Till next time. <laughs>